Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Friday. Yesterday, we saw Jesus betrayed by two of his followers, one with a heart of betrayal, one with a heart of pride. He had his first trial with a Jewish council. Today, we're going to see two more trials. Let's jump right in to Luke chapter 23, verse 1, and I am reading from the ESV. Then the whole company of them arose and brought him, Jesus, before Pilate. Now Pilate was a Roman governor at the time. And they began to accuse him, Jesus, saying, We found this man misleading our nation and forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar and saying that he himself is Christ, a king. Now let's take a look at these accusations, forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar. That is actually false. We heard earlier on in Luke, just a few short chapters ago in chapter 20, Jesus actually said, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's. So this accusation is a flat out lie. We found this man misleading our nation and forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar and saying that he himself is Christ, a king. And Pilate answered him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he, Jesus, answered him, You have said so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no guilt in this man. But they were urgent, saying he stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee, even to this place. So he is stirring up problems, teaching throughout all of Israel. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him over to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. Now Herod is Herod Antipas. We've talked about the Herod family before, that it is a family name. Herod Antipas was actually a tetrarch, in a sense, a a ruler, almost like a governor, in the region of Galilee. So Pilate, this Roman governor, seeing that this could be out of his hands, out of his jurisdiction, sends him to Herod to be tried with him. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had long desired to see him because he had heard about him and was hoping to see some sign done by him. So he questioned him at some length, but he, Jesus, made no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by vehemently accusing him, and Herod with his soldiers treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then arraying him in splendid clothing, he sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day, for before this they had been at enmity with each other. Pilate then called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was misleading the people. 
And after examining him before you, behold, I did not find this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither did Herod, for he sent him back to us. Look, nothing deserving death has been done by him. I will therefore punish and release him. So we see Pilate and Herod are in agreement. Both do not see a cause to execute Jesus. Herod sent Jesus back to Pilate because he found no guilt. And now Pilate, again, sees no guilt and he is proclaiming that to the people. But they all cried out together, Away with this man and release to us Barabbas, a man who had been thrown into prison for an insurrection started in the city and for murder. So this Barabbas was a pretty bad dude, murder and insurrection. And yet, they are calling for them to release Barabbas and retain and kill Jesus. Now let me share what's going on here. If we look back to Matthew chapter 27, verse 15. Now at this feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted. So releasing a prisoner was this tradition, but the crowd did not choose innocent Jesus. The crowd instead chose this criminal, Barabbas. Pilate addressed them once more, desiring to release Jesus, but they kept shouting, Crucify! Crucify him! A third time he said to them, Why? What evil has he done? I have found in him no guilt deserving death. I will therefore punish and release him. But they were urgent, demanding with loud cries that he should be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate decided that their demand should be granted, and he released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, for whom they asked. But he delivered Jesus over to their will. Pilate seemed like he had the best of intentions, fighting with the crowd, saying, This man is innocent. He's done nothing to deserve death. And yet, in the end, justice is less important to him than appeasing the crowd. And so he sends Jesus, an innocent man, to be killed. I will see you tomorrow morning. tuning in today. If you like today's episode and want even more, I would encourage you to go to hesedheart.com so you can learn more about Hesed Heart LLC. You can learn more about me, your host, Audrey Grove. You can also find our faith-based yoga, our weekly meditation podcast, as well as an awesome monthly membership. So go check out hesedheart.com.